successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today on 980 AM. Or if you're joining me on iTunes via podcast, we greatly appreciate it. Or if you're on your website, our website, excuse me, at grillnationshow.com. I appreciate you joining us there. Before we get to our show, I want to thank our partners and supporters of the Grill Nation Show. Title sponsors of the show are BOK Financial and Two West Companies. Contributors to the Grill Nation Show include the KCADC, which is the Kansas City Area Development Council, and Tim Cowden, and Port KC and John Stevens. Thank you very much for your support of the Grill Nation Show. For more information, go to the website at grillnationshow.com. From time to time on the show, we have on um, really exciting topics that are, are both current uh, and also fascinating with innovation and uh, changing our economy and changing our, our city and our future. And today we also have one of those on as well. Uh, we partner from time to time with uh, Launch KC. They come on the show um, every once in a while. Great, uh, great organization over there. And today is no different. We're going to be talking about the Ignite X program, which is with uh, Black and Veach. Um, today, we're going to have on Hyleem George, who's the director of that program. And it's a great partnership with Launch KC. I want to welcome on Hyleem George, uh, the director of Ignite X program, and he's the innovation and strategy leader of the growth accelerator at Black and Veach. Welcome to the show, Hyleem. Thanks, Jason. First yeah. off, tell us about your background, and then we'll get into kind of the partnership with um, Launch KC. But I want to know more about you. I know you've been um, uh, across the country uh, with your education, but have done a lot of really cool things. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so really appreciate the opportunity to be here today. And uh, a little bit of background on me. So I joined Black & Beach about five years ago. And uh, before that, I started my career in management consulting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a good Jayhawk, so I went to school just down the road here. Uh, after after that, I went into industrial equipment with Caterpillar, <clears throat> a little bit of time in consumer marketing and uh, financial services before joining Black & Beach. So I, I used to tell folks I didn't know what I want to do when I grow up, and uh, I'm still not sure I do. So uh, really appreciate the opportunity. But you grew up in the area here. I did grow up in the yeah. area here, yes, yes. So Kansas City's home. Tell um, us a little bit about Black & Beach uh, for those that don't know a lot about the company and what you guys do. Yeah, we are an engineering and construction firm headquartered here in the Kansas City area. We've been in business for over 100 years, started by Mr. Black and Mr. Veach a long mm-hmm. time ago. That makes sense. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> so that's where the name came from. Right. Uh, we serve a variety of clients across a number of businesses, power, water, telecommunications, oil and gas. Critical human infrastructure is our focus. So mm-hmm. our, our mission is building a world of difference. Um, so we uh, we started our growth accelerator group a couple of years ago to help advance that mission. That's interesting. So um, what spurred that on, really? I mean, because big corporations and companies like yours um, are starting to get more involved in the accelerator space, but you especially. Um, how did that happen, and, and what was the reasoning again for that? 
Yeah, we started our group about three years ago. Our, our CEO, Steve Edwards, chartered the Growth Accelerator team mm-hmm. really to look for new opportunities for Black & Veatch. So that could be new products, could be new services. It could be taking our existing capabilities into new markets. When you look at our business, um, we've we've been very successful. We've got over 11,000 professionals all, all over the globe doing amazing projects. Um, but as an as a overall business um, – we're looking constantly looking for ways to grow and new markets to enter into. And being a project-based business, you sometimes have to create space for professionals to go after new opportunities. You know, our core business has been set up for a long time to do what it does really, really well. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you try to do something new in an existing business, you know, that, that engine is kind of tuned to do certain things and it, it's almost set up to kind of spit new stuff out. Uh, so we set up our group to, to really make space for folks that have great ideas bias for action, bias for entrepreneurship to go after those those new things and help grow our business. You know, outside companies do bring a lot uh, into these larger inside companies, don't they? Yeah. A lot oh, of new yeah. ideas. Yeah, new ideas and new ways of thinking, uh, new ways of tackling problems, uh, a lot of nimbleness and agility. So we've we've really enjoyed working with the startups that we have in this cohort. So before we get to the, uh, the Launch KC partnership and the three years that you all were doing the Growth Accelerator, um, what are some of the things you learned uh, about um, your own business and how you can improve it? Because, you know, that's a good amount of time mm-hmm. to do a growth accelerator and a mm-hmm. clean tech accelerator. Um, what are some of the takeaways that you had um, that maybe you didn't expect? Yeah, we so, you know, I mentioned, yeah, we started our group about three years ago. And for the first couple of years, we were really internally focused. And that was very intentional to say, uh, to kind of figure out our own shop before we invited others in to work with us. Mm-hmm. Um, what we what we realized is that there's a tremendous amount of intellectual capacity at Black and & Beach um, and a tremendous amount of entrepreneurship you know, within the walls of Black & Beach. But what we really needed to do was come up with methods to identify the talent within the company to advance those ideas forward. You know, a lot of times you you don't know where um, you know successful entrepreneurs live within the company. There's no HR report uh, or management report that identifies those people. You've got to give them opportunities to go after um, real work and mm-hmm. and sort of test with live bullets. And so we've created a variety of programs over those first couple of years where we can crowdsource innovation across our professionals, give people you know, real life experiences to advance those ideas, and then you know uh, move a few of them forward, um, sometimes outside of our core business, sometimes within our core business. Um, and we've been really pleased with what we've seen up to date. So it's kind of a natural progression for us to say, okay, we've done this for a couple of years now. What would it look like if we were to very intentionally partner with outside companies to advance some of those same initiatives? Mm-hmm. And you guys uh, kind of – Took that on, I guess, with Launch KC, huh? And about April, you announced that you were going to be to be working with them on the IgniteX Clean Tech Accelerator, powered mm-hmm. by Launch KC. Um, it, tell us about that process and how that all shook out, and then we'll get into kind of more of what the accelerator does further on in the show. But uh, tell us about how that happened and the why behind that. Yeah, so we, as you said, we were we announced the program back in April. We were approached by. Launch KC late last year. I think we had just the the team at Launch had just wrapped up the collaboration with NBKC and the FinTech Accelerator, so their mm-hmm. first program. And uh, I think it's a really novel uh, approach for Launch KC to expand the reach of the program by partnering with industry. So I know 
many of the listeners have, uh, you know, a, some background on Launch KC, but that program has been around for several years and has. See, this, it's crazy how time flies, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's four <laughs> I or five remember, years. I now. remember their announcement when they started. Yeah. Um, so has traditionally been really open industry call for early stage companies and, and done a lot of great things to promote and advance those early stage companies and lots of follow on funding that has been made available to those companies. And so in an effort to expand that program, Launch has been partnering with a number of, of industry partners across different verticals, fintech, uh, healthcare, and we are their engineering and design partners. So we were approached uh, as they were finishing up the FinTech Accelerator, it was great timing because, as I said, we were also looking at ways for us to more proactively engage early-stage companies. And so it was really just a great fit for what we were trying to do within Black & Beach and what the folks at Launch KC and the EDC were looking to do to support early-stage companies here in the area. Mm-hmm. I, I like your quote, too, in the in the release about you know uh, delivering value for your clients and how this was a natural extension of what you already were doing. And like you said, Launch KC has a reputation and already has done a lot with attracting and innovating startups. Um, so it's an exciting new talent pool. And we're going to get to that talent pool of new companies and great ideas here later on in the show. Um, we're visiting today with Hylim George, who's the director of the Ignite KC Clean Tech Accelerator Program powered by Launch KC. We'll be right back after the break with Grill Nation. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill, on 980 AM and on iTunes via podcast. Uh, you connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill or search for me on social media just by searching for my name and you will find me. I'm very active on Twitter and on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, appreciate you joining us again today. It's been a fascinating first segment with Hyleem George, who's the director of the Ignite X program. Uh, he's also the innovation and strategy leader of the growth accelerator at Black & Beach. Um, they have this exciting program going on uh, with Launch KC, powered by Launch KC. The website for the accelerator is bvignite.com. Um, we'll get you more information here later on in the show, but it is well underway. And uh, for those of, of you who don't know a lot about Black & Veatch, most of you probably do, uh, their, their clean tech accelerator is powered by Launch KC, is seeking partnerships with startups focused on renewable and distri- distributed energy, mobility, agricultural technology, machine learning, and AI, and other technologies or processes, adding value to engineering services. Hyleem, um, first off, welcome back to the show. Second off, uh, what does clean tech mean? We don't talk <laughs> about that very much. Yeah, you don't hear that term a lot here in the the Midwest, certainly in the Kansas City area, you hear a lot out on the East Coast and the West Coast. And clean tech can mean a lot of different things, a lot of different folks. For us, we broadly define the program as a clean tech accelerator. And what that means for us is identifying companies that are advancing sustainable infrastructure. Uh, it could be physical infrastructure. It could be technologies. So we have a number of initiatives underway at Black & Veatch internally to help with that. So things like advanced transportation mobility solutions, so mm-hmm. technologies like Hyperloop, autonomous vehicles. Um, and so that is that is right on the forefront here. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully in the yeah, next, next yeah. 10 years. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we recently released uh, what I think is the first feasibility study for a Hyperloop route here in the United States, looking at the route between Kansas City and St. Louis. So we're, we're very active in that space. Well, uh, kudos to Black & Veatch for doing that. 
Yeah, it's been it's been a really <laughs> wonderful experience to understand the opportunities that get unlocked with a technology like that. Yeah, okay. So that's one of so the that's pillars. one of them. Yeah, yeah, one of them. There's things like distributed generation, renewable energy, so power projects that are that are becoming smaller and more um, you know on site to support uh, resiliency and cost certainty. There's um, programs like uh, machine learning, AI, so a lot of data analytics things. In our case, it's a lot of examples around how can we use uh, drones and machine learning to better manage linear assets, so utility lines, pipelines, that sort of thing. I was wondering how that how machine learning and AI connected to Black and Veatch. Yeah, you think about managing those assets, and today you might have to inspect those with humans, you know, uh, on a on a lift truck or in a helicopter, and what are ways that we can make that process more safe and more efficient? So mm-hmm. we're looking at things like that. Interesting. We're we're looking at the ag tech space, which I think is also an interesting one. When you talk about ag tech here in the Midwest, we oftentimes think of things like improving the life expectancy of hogs. Uh, for us, ag tech means it's a little bit different. It's things like controlled environment agriculture or indoor farming. It's things like aquaculture, so raising fish in land-based environments. It's things like advanced proteins. You know, how can you how can you produce meat in a lab, or how can you produce uh, protein from CO two? So it's really kind of future <clears throat> positive uh, positive uses of technology and food. That's right. That's right. To feed a growing planet in, mm. a, in a more sustainable way. Mm, so those are those are some of the things that we're looking at when we talk about clean tech. Very interesting. Hyleem uh, George is with us. Okay, so. Um, we talked about kind of you having the growth accelerator before you partnered with Launch KC and kind of why you ultimately wanted to look at outside companies beyond kind of the entrepreneurs already inside of the company. Um, talk about the investment thesis for the accelerator, um, and, and the rationale for selection of the companies, which we'll preview in the next segment. Yeah. So we, part of our company's strategy is to become the most innovative and rapidly evolving firm in the engineering and construction space. So we recognize that while we have a tremendous amount of capability within Black and Beach, there's also a whole lot of smart people outside of the company as well. Mm-hmm. So fundamentally, what we were looking to do is to partner with companies that are going to advance that that strategy to become a more agile and, and innovative and rapidly evolving company. We also wanted to work with companies that were active in areas that we were already investing in for growth as well. So some of those I mentioned, mobility, distributed generation, ag tech, environmental services. The the thing about those domains is they're they're so large and there's so much opportunity for disruption. No one firm can really achieve it all on its own. It's going to take an ecosystem of partners. So it's going to take early stage companies. It's going to take um, – you know, large, sophisticated companies like Black & Beach. It's going to take our clients that are asking for new ways to solve problems. So we thought we could really help bridge the gap between those early-stage companies and clients that are out there, um, you know, trying to solve problems. And and our accelerator program and our investment thesis is really focused on identifying companies that are in those domains. So the, the domains have to be, um, you know, market size that's large enough to matter. Uh, they've got to be solving a, a problem that's meaningful enough to invest in. Uh, what we found is the companies that were the best fit for us were ones that already had a product in place. Uh, many of them already had achieved some revenue, so they have some validation of their process or technology already. And then that allowed us to deploy our engineering capabilities to their companies to you know, better validate the technology, help it scale, get it in front of the right sets of clients. Mm. 
Yeah, I was wondering kind of what the co-development process looked like and um, how you guys work together through this program. So you effectively started out and, and looked at a 75-day period of collaboration that started. When did it start? We started 1st of September. Okay, so fairly recently. Um, and talk to us, before we get to the companies, talk to us about, you know, what kind of what that looked like and what when they got there, what what types of things were they doing? What kind of assets were they were they given? Um, I know Launch KC has has kind of highlighted a lot of these with regards to the training and the insight and whatnot, but and also the network, of course, um, and supporters and clients around Kansas City and in your own company. Uh, but talk to us about kind of a, your process um, mm-hmm. and, and kind of what you you undertook with these businesses. Yeah. So one of the things that there's there's First off, there's all kinds of accelerator programs out there. There seems there, to be a lot more lately, doesn't there? There are a whole lot of them. <laughs> you know, um, 10 years ago or five to 10 years ago, and we maybe started doing the show early on, you know, we had to tell people what accelerators were. Yeah. The, the Kauffman Foundation, literally, we had a mayor's conference where you had on what is an incubator, what is an accelerator? That's tell right. us what the differences are. Yeah. Because co working wasn't really a thing until, I don't know, 2011 or 12, mm-hmm, maybe. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't even. So co-working kind of became a thing, and then there was incubators, yep. and then there was accelerators, and yep. they're all different things. Yeah. Um, now I feel like we have a lot of accelerators. There are a lot of them, and so a lot one, of competition. Yeah, there is a lot of competition, and so um, that was one of the we to to be honest with you, we actually um, hesitated a bit at calling our program an accelerator because mm-hmm. there is a certain connotation that comes with that. Um, but what else can you call it? You know, I mean, it's kind of that, what it, it is. looks like a duck. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like a duck. It is a duck. So um, one of the things though that we really emphasized with this program, continue to emphasize as we as we wrap up this first cohort, is that project collaboration. And we really think the best way to accelerate these companies is to get their stuff out into the field. And so what we have found is that most of the companies are taking one of two paths to grow. They either have a process or technology that is interesting and novel and and compelling enough that we can serve as a channel partner and take that directly to clients together and help, um, you know, advance the rapid adoption of what the the startup company is doing, or they have something that we can deploy internally that's going to improve safety or efficiency or or cost certainty. So both paths take you, you know, down a route where you're going to win more work and grow as a business. So we've really tried to emphasize uh, with the startup companies how can we take them along one of those two paths and and help their business grow? Different than some other accelerator programs that focus a lot on education and the basics of entrepreneurship. Um, many of our founders have been successful entrepreneurs two, three, four times over. So we're not the right ones to teach them that stuff. We are we're we are um, you know going to have a public demo day that I think we'll talk about here in a bit. But uh, so we'll work with them on their story and their pitch, but. Really, the the best thing that we could do is help them advance their technology, get in front of the right folks, do additional validation, and I and I think we've really stayed true to that as we've executed the programming. We tried to align our professionals with each one of the companies as well. So, our growth accelerator group is is supporting the program, has the framework in place, but we've got subject matter experts across Black and Beach's businesses that are aligned with each one of the startup companies and working you know, very closely with the founding team at the company to, um, to advance what the company is trying to do. The website is bvignite.com. Also, LaunchKC is on the web, is on the web as well at launchkc.org uh, for more information. Um, okay, so I want to really 
hone in on who these companies are in our next segment. Um, you mentioned there were seven of them. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the process of picking these people in these companies. Yeah. And are, are they geographically diverse? Are they, um, you know, how did this all happen? Yeah. Um, it, that's a really good question. And it's been moving so fast. We haven't taken a whole lot of time to sit back and, <laughs> and reflect on it. So, I will say that where we ended up has been fantastic. I really couldn't be more pleased with the companies that we have in this cohort. We started with an announcement back in April, and we had over 120 applications really from 120. all 120. 120, yeah, from all over the globe. Which is um, pretty amazing for a first-time cohort. Yeah. So it's – you know I've told folks this running a program like this is a bit like raising children. You sort of trade one anxiety for the next. So that first anxiety is, wow, are we even going to have – enough companies interested? And then are we going to have enough quality companies interested? And we were able to check the box on both of those items pretty quickly. So over 120 applicants from all over the world, um, many North American companies, a few European, and then we have some pretty large offices in India, in Pune and Mumbai. So we had a few applications from there as well. Um, Very interesting. Yeah, we, we went through multiple rounds to evaluate those applications, pulling in Folks from Launch KC pulling in subject matter experts from our business. We screened the applicants to uh, to make sure that they would be a good fit for the program. Then ultimately went to video pitches and had a chance to interact with the founders and do some Q and A. Very interesting. We're going to talk about those seven companies after the break with Hylene George, Grill Nation. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm Jason Grill, your host. Uh, you're listening to 980 AM, or if you're listening on podcasts and iTunes, we greatly appreciate it. Um, also, the website is grillnationshow.com. Supporters, photos of our guests, and all of our shows are linked there on the website. Uh, appreciate you uh, sticking with us today. We're talking about the Ignite X Clean Tech Accelerator powered by Launch KC. The website is bvignite.com. Uh, Launch KC is online at launchkc.org. Uh, Black & Veatch is the largest engineering company in the Kansas City area. It is a global leader in engineering, procurement, and construction services for energy, water, and telecommunications. It's Ignite, Ignite X Clean Tech Accelerator, powered by Launch KC, is one of the boldest entrepreneurial uh, moves they've made in the engineering service arena in a while. The company recently created a segment of the company as well known as the Growth Accelerator, leveraging Black & Veatch's core strengths to explore new and emerging markets. We're joined today by Hyleem George, who uh, is the the main man at the Ignite uh, X Clean Tech Accelerator running that and the innovation and strategy leader at Black & Veatch's Growth Accelerator. Uh, hi, Lee, hi, Liam George. Uh, thanks for all the information you provided so far. Let's break into kind of the companies you talked about in the last segment, kind of the process. I understand it took about two months to kind of weed through 120 companies. It did. Yeah. Seven. Ultimately, yeah, we, we got to meet with the companies, do some Q and A with our folks, and we, we selected seven to move forward into the, into the cohort. Seven out of 120. That's a, uh, that's a, a very small amount. Yeah. It's very cool. Cause, cause you know, the resources you're providing as well as the, uh, the introductions and the opportunities and the, you know, the equity as well, uh, with the money, um, is very important. So you narrowed it down to seven. Tell us about these seven companies. Um, 
First off, do we have any Kansas City companies in the mix? We do. Okay. We do have a, a hometowner, a company called Aware Vehicles, and the founder there is PJ Piper. Um, Aware is doing some really interesting stuff with autonomous drone operation. So That sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot of buzz, obviously, around the use of drones, particularly at construction sites, and how you can better improve um, project progress monitoring and project controls. But the reality is to operate a drone at a site, you still have to have a lot of human intervention, right? You've got to have a, a pilot who's trained. You've got to charge the thing. You've got to, to uh, get data off of the thing. Um, so what Aware Vehicles is doing is almost like sort of last yard delivery of drone services. So how can we take a drone, have it autonomous, autonomously launch, fly a route, collect data, land autonomously, and then offload that data so that it can be evaluated. Wow. That is fascinating. And then they're, they're pretty far along and they're, uh, they're out of Kansas city. They're, they're out of Kansas city. They, they have some office space down at UMKC where we are actively working with them to test their technology at some of our project sites. So they're developing uh, a platform. So some hardware development, a, a, a landing platform for the drone. And there's um, quite a bit of IP around how you, you take that drone from an aerial flight and land it with, you know, centimeter precision mm-hmm. onto a platform and then autonomously charge it and autonomously get data off of it. It's pretty amazing stuff. Well, very, very amazing, very innovative. Um, so that's one of the companies. We're going to preview all seven. Give us the, uh, the next one up on the list there. Yeah, so we've got uh, several companies from out in the Bay Area. So maybe we okay. jump out west a bit. So one of the companies there... Fascinating. I never would have thought it. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Imagine that. Clean tech startups from out, out on the West Coast. Um, so one of the companies there is a company called Electrify, and they are in the mobility space. And specifically, they are developing software to help fleet owners evaluate the conversion of traditional combustion engine vehicles to electric vehicles and uh, and then manage the charging infrastructure for those vehicles. What I think is interesting about what they're doing is it's a it's a different business model for Black and Beach. We don't we don't develop and sell software solutions today. We do in one of our subsidiary companies uh, called Atonics uh, that does a lot of asset management software. Mm-hmm. But Electrify is actually using software to help in a consultative manner, which is a lot of what we do in our business today, but we do it a bit manually. So we are helping them uh, better understand CapEx and operating expenses for conversion of fleets to electric vehicles, and then what infrastructure needs to be put in place to support that conversion. When you look at the electrification of transportation, it puts a tremendous amount of stress on the electric grid. So you think about a fleet of buses. That's the equivalent of standing up subdivisions of hundreds of hundreds of homes, that the demand on the, the grid to provide charging to those buses is the equivalent of hundreds of, of households. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of, of upgrades that will be required as more and more electric vehicles come online. And so Electrify is helping folks evaluate how to do that in an efficient way. Very well spoken, and uh, that's exciting. Um, you mentioned we're out in the Bay. Give us some more out there Yeah, so are part another, of the cohort. Uh, yeah, another one out there um, also in, in the um, uh, kind of working on, on grid solutions is a company called Extensible Energy. They are in the distributed generation space, and what they do is they help uh, small to to medium-sized commercial buildings reduce their energy expenses. Mm. And what they do is really it's, – it's really interesting. So what folks may not know is if you're in a, like a commercial building like this, 
about half of the power charge, that what they pay the utility, is what is called a demand charge, which represents the highest load for the building during a 15-minute period during the month. So you and I, our houses, we just pay as we go, right? And it's just kind of a flat rate. Well, for commercial buildings, they pay that flat rate, but then they get hit with this sort of spike charge when their demand is at the highest. So what extensible energy does is they help flatten that load. So they'll do they'll interface with building control software, primarily you know HVAC systems, so heating and cooling. And what they'll do is is they'll recognize, hey, you've got solar on the roof, the sun is shining right now, it's going to be cloudy this afternoon. Maybe we should cool the building an extra degree or two now while the sun is shining and take advantage of that renewable energy. And then the afternoon, let it raise a degree or two. So sort of take advantage of the building's thermal energy storage capacity. And what that does is reduce the power demands in the afternoon. You're not pulling as much power from the grid to cool the building down. So you reduce that demand charge. A lot of customers potentially too for them, huh? Yeah, quite a few. A lot, a lot of yeah, chances they, of they scale. Can, they can really improve the return on investment for, for solar. And what was the name of that company? Again? They're Extensible Energy. Extensible Energy. Okay. So that's three of the companies. We that's got three of the go. companies. Yeah. Sticking with the Bay Area, we've got a company um, called Built Robotics. And Built Robotics is developing autonomous construction equipment. So we've got an autonomous drone company. Built Robotics is, is developing equipment, specifically um, uh, skid steers, excavators, and dozers that can operate without a human operator. And they do that by mm. outfitting existing equipment with a hardware and software solution, kind of a backpack unit that can be installed in existing equipment. And then you can prog that, program that equipment to move dirt without an operator sitting behind the wheel and operating joysticks. So really um, absolutely amazing stuff. And you think about the implications that that can have on safety and construction scheduling. If you can have equipment operating without people in the area, it's a lot safer. If you can have equipment operating maybe during off hours when craft labor is at home, you can improve the the schedule for executing projects and get more work done in the same amount of time. So really some amazing stuff uh, coming that out is, of built robotics. That truly is a built robotics, huh? Wow. I wish I uh, knew how to do some of that stuff. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> That is interesting. Um, okay, so we got three left. Yeah. So then, so uh, so far, I'm pretty impressed with your cohort. I'll be honest. Like these are, these are great companies doing really cool. They're things. doing really amazing things. So so the these are different than the startups that we had on Grill Nation when I was Entrepreneur KC show in uh, 2013. Uh, these startups are way more advanced than they were in 2013 <laughs> with some of the companies we had on. So our final company out of the Bay Area is a company called Novo Nutrients, mm -hmm. and they are in the ag tech space and. What they're doing, they have a uh, consortium of bacteria that they use in a bioreactor process to take carbon dioxide and convert it into protein for feed. Specifically, their, their first market is aquaculture or fish feed. So what they can do is address not only climate change by removing CO2 from the environment, but also provide food for a growing planet. You know, there's as, as – um, you know, as humans, uh, as one, as we become a larger population and as our um, wealth increases, there's an increasing demand for protein. And our oceans just really can't sustain the level of fish production and protein production that we'll need around the world. So as we move into more fish farming, there's going to be an increased demand to feed those fish. And so what Novo Nutrients is doing is, is taking waste CO2, processing that through a bioreactor, and then producing fish feed 
on the other end. So absolutely amazing stuff. Totally amazing. That's that's incredible. Um, okay, so we have a few minutes left. Let's uh, we'll, we'll at least we'll do one more company. And we'll get to the, the last one. Yeah. In the final so, segment. so those are the Bay Area companies. So we got four from the Bay Area. Four from the Bay Area, and then moving out east, we've got one company out of the Orlando area. They're a company called EcoSpears, and they have a technology to remove chlorinated contaminants, specifically PCBs and dioxins. So these are chemicals that were used in industrial applications up until about the seventies, and they're it's the most prolific contaminant in in groundwater and sediments in the world. And so they have a technology that they've licensed from NASA that allows the removal of those contaminants in a very um, uh, very low carbon intensive way. Mm. So traditionally the way you would remediate those sites is to, to dig up all that dirt, take it to another site, incinerate it or um, or try to contain it on site, uh, which inevitably will lead to, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, future contamination when that seal leaks. What EcoSpears is doing is they're able to clean up sites uh, at the at the point of failure. So there's no need to transport that waste around. There's no need to move that liability and those contaminants to another community. So um, really some amazing stuff that they're doing uh, out of the Orlando area. EcoSpears? Out of Orlando? Yes. Okay. Um, we have 30 seconds left. I want to hold on to the last company. Uh, again, we're talking about the cohort in the Ignite X uh, Clean Tech Accelerator program powered by Launch KC. BVIgnite.com is the website um, with Hyleem George, who is running the accelerator, um, and uh, with Black and Beach. We're going to preview that last company, uh, and then we're going to talk about the upcoming demo days, the location plans, times, what public should expect from the cohort's uh, first demo days, and uh, we'll probably have some more fun, too, on the Grill Nation show. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm Jason Grill. You're listening to 980 AM, or if you're joining me on iTunes via podcast, we greatly appreciate it. Please rate and review our podcast on iTunes. We would love five stars if you enjoy this show. Uh, again, joined today by Hyleem George, who is with the Ignite X Clean Tech Accelerator, powered by Launch KC. Um, they are doing great things in the clean tech space. We're talking about the the growth accelerator and some of the businesses going through it. These these companies are doing amazing things, raising multiple millions of dollars and financial rounds, and really kind of coming to Black and Veatch for their expertise and Launch KC for the help. Uh, to help grow and scale their businesses. We had uh, one company from Kansas City. We had four from the Bay Area, and we had one that we talked about from Orlando, Florida. There's one left, Hylian. Why don't we talk about them, and then we'll get to the demo days coming yeah, up. So we, we were going to bring it back here to the Midwest. So we've got a company called Infralytics that's out of Urbandale, Iowa, so just outside of Des Moines. Okay. And Infralytics is a, as you would expect with the name, they're a data analytics company. And what we are working on with them is machine learning based on images, so specifically around utility poles, and there's a lot of assets that are on utility poles. And you see this out in your own backyard, right? There's So many. I live in Brookside. Yeah, They're there's, everywhere. There's the, yeah, there's a lot of poles, <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff on them. Yeah. And it's a challenge to understand, to manage those assets and manage what's, what's coming on and off of them. And when we see communities that are starting to convert to – um, you know, Verizon and Google and AT&T, they're laying fiber. You've got to know what's on those poles and you've got to figure out the optimal routing for how you would um, to, you know, to put that infrastructure in place. So what Infralytics is doing is they're helping improve 
the data collection and data management for what are what are on those polls. And then what I think is really interesting is with that data, you can actually do a better job of optimizing the routing of how you might lay new assets along that along that route. Mm. Um, so really disruptive to engineering services. You know, that's work that we might do very manually today. And what we're finding is there's ways to do that with machine learning and, and let the computer do it. And then we can re- redeploy our, our folks to, you know, better, better, higher use cases. So we're about, we're about done with the cohort here. Um, you guys have been working with these companies for about 75 days. Yeah. Um, and then the demo days happens. And tell us about what that looks like, location, place, time, and, and the why behind that. Yeah. Because you mentioned, you know, a lot of these companies are fairly advanced. They are, yeah. As so, startups go. Uh, yeah, as far as startups go, yeah, a number of them uh, are pretty far along. They've got products. They, in some, in many cases, have revenue, um, but they're still they're uh, they're still relatively small and still a bit volatile, right? And they're still mm-hmm. looking to grow. And so the demo day is an opportunity to uh, highlight the work that these companies are doing with a broader audience here in the community. So our demo day is scheduled for November thirteenth. It's going to be down at the gallery down in the Power and Light District. Mm-hmm. You can learn more out at bvignite.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at bvignite. The event itself will be kind of a happy hour event. It's going to be from 4 to 7 o'clock. So at 4 o'clock, we'll open up the venue and have some networking with the companies, with our partners from Launch KC, ecosystem, develop, uh, ecosystem supporters, other investors will be in the, um, at the event. And then we'll have about an hour of demos where the companies will share um, kind of their story and and what they're doing. They'll share a bit on what they worked on with Black & Beach. And then we'll talk a bit about next steps and how we're going to continue to work together and advance, um, you know, the the adoption of the sustainable infrastructure that these companies are building. And then we'll wrap up with some networking as well. So you can think about it kind of in three parts, a little bit of networking, um, updates from the teams, and then networking and and collaboration uh, after the updates from the teams. Okay, so check that out, bvignite.com for all the details again on Twitter and Facebook, I believe you said, uh, at bvignite. Um, okay, so tell us about this first, this first core. Are you guys going to do another one, you think? Are you excited about what's happening? I know you guys, you, the Black and Beach folks have just developed so many in-kind engineering services for these folks. Um, a proven channel partner. I mean, that's what they came here for. Yeah, to Kansas City. Initially. Yeah, it's it's really been a positive experience to date for us, and I think you know, for the for the participating companies as well. It's really been amazing how much we have learned from these companies. So we've learned how they make decisions. We've learned um, how they move very quickly with limited resources. We've um, debunked some stereotypes in working with startups. You know, one one example is. You know, I think there's um, a lot of folks think of startups as as um, you know chasing the new shiny object and kind of changing directions often, and we do see that. I mean, the companies do need to pivot to where the market opportunity is, but what we've really come to realize is how disciplined and focused these startup companies are. You know, they do have small teams, they do have limited resources, so they've got to prioritize on the most compelling thing. So that there's been a lot of of learning that that we have taken away. Um, on our end as well. Mm-hmm. And then, as you said, you know, we have provided 
uh, a lot of in-kind engineering services and client introductions for the companies. And so all signs are pointing to us doing this program again, um, hopefully with the benefit of a little more time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, we move pretty rapidly through the the marketing and, and decision process on the participating companies, but we're really excited to to have our next cohort. And the bar has been set very high with this initial cohort. Well, if you had 120 companies apply, uh, there's obviously a lot of demand for this this program. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously things have done what worked out well with Launch KC, which again is Launch KC is a, uh, great organization here in Kansas City that helps accelerate startups and, and, and connect them to folks here in the market and throughout the country. Um, things have gone well with them. Yeah, Launch has been great. So Launch has a tremendous network of resources here in the area. So one of the things that we did right at the outset of the program was to introduce the companies to the resources available here in the Kansas City area. And, you know, I mentioned, you know, a number of them are from the Bay Area. And so there's obviously a, you know, just a, you know, it's probably the global leader in startup, um, you know, support and and certainly funding. Um, but those companies and and companies from other areas have been really surprised with the amount of resources that are available to early stage companies here in Kansas City. And so we appreciate the collaboration with Launch. We appreciate the collaboration with others um, here in Black and Beach, be it corporate venture capital, um, be it other entrepreneurs, be it folks at you know the ADC, the EDC, KC SourceLink that have made themselves available mm-hmm. and really rolled out the red carpet for these companies as they get to know us here in Kansas City. And it's funny because I'm looking at Launch KC. You know they have <clears throat> they have done a lot with funding and, and follow on funding and over 48 million in cumulative investment, um, which is pretty amazing. And what they do at Launch KC, LaunchKC.org. So what do these companies think of Kansas City that have come from far away? Yeah, they've appreciated the barbecue. That's for sure. <laughs> so we've had a lot of positive reviews. That is there. my that is my thing. We need to just start making Kansas City all about marketing barbecue. <laughs> we, we we have it as kind of one of our things, but. Um, no, that's that, what Louisville, it, it, you talked about Louisville all fair. That's what they do with bourbon tours. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt tourism, uh, right? Yeah. So it hasn't hurt. So they uh, like the barbecue. Yeah. They, they've enjoyed that. Uh, we've had the team set up down the crossroads, so they've had a chance to get to know that part of town, you know, downtown and, and South of downtown black and Veach's headquarters is out in the Johnson County area. So they've spent some time out there too. So we've, we've tried to give them a variety of experiences here in Kansas city. And like I said before, they've been really pleasantly surprised with the amount of resources that are available here in the area. Mm-hmm. That's always a nice surprise when you have uh, Bay Area companies come to our ecosystem and, you know, appreciate it. And, yeah. uh, you know, they will go back to California or maybe they'll stay here and they'll say, you know, we had a lot of fun in Kansas City, learned a lot, built a lot of good relationships, great networking, helped grow our company, and we actually like the city. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we need more people t- saying those stories. Yes, we absolutely do. And, you know, trying to debunk some of the myths about uh, startups here in the Midwest and, you know, that there is funding available. There is, you know, a network that's available to help you grow. Hylem George has uh, been our guest today on the Grill Nation show. He is uh, running the Clean Tech Accelerator uh, Ignite X uh, through Black & Veatch, partnered and powered by Launch KC. Appreciate you coming on the show today. For more information, you can check out bvignite.com. They're also on social media at bvignite. Uh, great show today. Uh, hi, Liam. I really enjoyed it. And uh, congrats to you and all your success over at Black and & Beach and with the uh, Accelerator. Thanks, Jason. Enjoyed it as well. Appreciate the opportunity. No problem. Great show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you again next week.